The bars are closing. This is a tragedy. Oh, man. <laughs> this was one of the weirdest weekends I have ever had. I'm sure I'm not alone in this. And we are here for you and queer for you, as always, right here on Channel Q. Drop the Subject begins. And we have open phone lines if you want to call us to chat about what the hell is going on with you, wherever you're at, whether it's in California or New York or Miami. I mean, we have listeners all over the country, and we are all experiencing this together. So if you need some time to process, that is one of the beautiful things about live radio. 833-77-CALL-Q. That is 833-77-CALL-Q. I'm Allie. Clayton Ferris is here with me again today. And Clayton, I don't know about other cities, but in Los Angeles, when you close theaters, Mm -hmm. bars, and gyms... Los Angeles ceases to function. (laughs) There's nothing else. All of us turn into literal dust. It's like one of the Sanderson sisters, like, sucking the soul out of a child. That's what's being done to all of us. (laughs) Wait, what's the Sanderson sisters? You know, like Hocus Pocus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, like, sucking the life out of it. That's how I I think a lot of people feel right now. Yeah, literally. What do I do? What do I do? Last night I was like... I'm still I was like at least my gym is still open. At least there's the gym. Right. And then that got thrown into the shutdown. So it was funny to see the series of events or the series of emails rather that I got from the gym that I go to. At first it was, "Hey, we're still open, guys. Everything's great. Come on and spin your cares away." They were like trying to <laughs> use it to promote more spin classes. Then they sent a- another email update saying, Okay, we, we, we have a few uh, hand wipes left because, you know, you have to, <laughs> oh, no. and we're going to space out the classes so that we have proper time to clean all the bikes and clean all the equipment in between. We're still still here, guys. And then we got another email saying, all right, we're actually going to pare down some of the classes, but we're still here and da-da-da-da. And then last night, we've been mandated to close by the mayor, and we it saddens our hearts to say this because then more people are out of jobs, right? I mean, at least for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm sitting here mouth agape. <laughs> Not for a good reason. No, that's true. <laughs> because we, like, if you are, li- yeah, I mean, people that are actors, performers, all that stuff, when their jobs, plays, movie, like, because all movie production shut down last week, so everyone was already out of work. Everyone's side hustles are restaurants, coffee shops, working at gym, all those things. Everyone's plan A, B, and C have are, all fallen through. Have all fallen through. You're right. And then the, the C or the D plan is sometimes lift driving or ride share. I know that saved me a lot when I was, you know, back in the day. Right, but you saw the roads today. Nothing, my commute here is usually 45 minutes. It was 20 minutes, <laughs> which is crazy. You know what's funny is I don't even think that Google can process the fact that the tra- traffic has changed so much right because i i'll put my map in and just I'll, I'll put you know work and then it'll tell me a normal amount of time and then i usually will close out of the map and be like okay i know it's going to take me about this amount of time it told me it would t- usually takes me about an hour 15 to get here then last week was about an hour so i was like okay this is great and then this morning i i put it in and it said 51 minutes it took me 39 minutes <laughs> But I don't think Google Google's like it can't possibly They're like, take no, her. There's, there's a, no way. There's a glitch. There, yes. Google's like we're the we're Google and yeah. we there's a glitch. Yeah, there's no way. But <laughs> they've closed down the bars. 
and I don't, I, th- I think this is just alcohol bars. If they close down juice bars, I don't know how this city's going to function. Oh, well, I mean, I couldn't get coffee this morning, just FYI. Really? All the, all, I went to three places, all of them were closed. My normal place, which is like a mom pop local place called Broom Street, was closed. Uh, another place, well, I could have gone to the 365, which is Whole Foods, but there was a line out the door. And then Starbucks. Starbucks was closed. Was closed. See, we were driving by a Starbucks, the Starbucks by our house, and it looked like there were people in there. But then there were also uh, all of the outside tables were had been brought in, so we weren't sure if it was closed down or or the, it seemed like there was a few people in there. Maybe. But I feel, and we will talk about shopping experiences a little later in the Monday Munch report. Uh, the food panic and the panic shopping was definitely abundant throughout the weekend. But we now, now hearing a lot of other people's stories and the, what you're saying about. Th- uh, about the lines, we did not experience lines that were that long. We, when you went shopping, yeah, and we went to like four. We went shopping four different times because, because you, you and your wife have a, a doomsday vibe about you. <laughs> In general, or because of this? Be, like, I just feel like quick to panic in situations <laughs> like this, and that's not a judgment. Thank you. I don't take <laughs> I don't take offense to that. The thing is with my wife. As soon as she feels like she can't access something, she wants as much of that something as possible. Right. So we when when we realized when she realized that everyone was buying up, like we didn't go crazy for toilet paper, we didn't go crazy for hand sanitizer. She was more worried about food. So we were like, all right, let's definitely stock up for you know two weeks worth of food. But then as soon as we got to the grocery store and there was no chicken, she was like, we need we need chicken. We need it. So she wanted to go back to the grocery store just for chicken. And I was like, we'll be fine without chicken. You know, vegans live this life every day. And then we, once we got chicken, we were fine. And then the announcement came out about the bars closing. And she was like, go to Albertsons. We need wine. No. So uh, I think I actually have finally found our side hustle in all of this. <gasps> An opportunity to make a few bucks. I'm going to tell you about it. And I'm going to invite you to come, maybe get in on this with me. Clayton. Okay, I'm looking for a gig. We're here. If you want to talk, 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-77-CALL-Q. And I'll tell you my big plan after this. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Okay, drop the subject with Allie and Clayton Ferris. We are live. We are here. And you can interact with us any old time you want. 833-77-CALL-Q. If you want to call and let us know just... What's going on with you? How was your weekend? All of those boring questions now have become really exciting. So if you want to just call and tell us how you're doing and what you've been up to, 833-77-CALL-Q. And you can also send us your song requests that are themed to what is going on in the world right now. We opened the show with End of the World as We Know It. If you wanted to maybe ask to hear One is the Loneliest Number... Or might as well be walking on the sun by Smash Mouth. Uh, there are a lot of playlists that people are making. Clayton is making one himself, and we will go through some of the songs that that he recommends you jam out to during these times of of social trouble. distancing. Yes, and social distancing. Is that what we're calling it now? Well, is that what's going on? Is that the term? I don't want to be unhip. I can't wait for people to start using social distancing as like a way to not talk to like certain people. You know, yeah. like. It's going to become like a, a phrase we use in other situations. No, I think I need some Instead social, of ghosting so, someone, yeah. you're like, I social distanced his I ass. I social distanced. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going away, that term. 
is definitely not going to go anywhere. I think it's going to morph and change right. and make its way into a hashtag very soon. Well, I think it already is a, a hashtag. I mean, social D used to mean something completely different. That's true. <laughs> it was just a D that was very social. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of people are devastated that, these ba- that the bars are closing, and I don't think they're closing nationwide. In California, Gavin Newsom made an announcement yesterday that he advised anyone 65 and over to not leave the house under any circumstances, which my stepmother is very upset about because she's very healthy and 65 years old and very active. And my dad is a couple of years younger. So he's like, well, honey, oh, do he you can, want me to get you anything? So he can leave, but she can't. Yeah, it's pretty hysterical. Mm. Um, but a lot of people are upset that tomorrow it's St. Patrick's Day and all of the bars in the area here in California will not be accessible, leaving many drunkards to be very, very sad. So I have devised a solution. Right here on Drop the Subject, I am announcing my big side hustle for COVID-19. And it is a speakeasy. My wife and I are officially opening Alley Cats. A prohibition style speakeasy where you can come and drink tipples and libations such as a drink I just invented called the Long Ireland. <laughs> where it's just four different kinds of whiskey mixed with Guinness. Knock knock. Is there a password? <laughs> yes, it's uh, Scissor. Scissor Sisters. <laughs> scissor Sisters. Uh, I don't know what could be a bigger draw than a lesbian speakeasy. I mean, when they announced the bars were, were closing, my wife immediately, I, I said this already, was instructing us to go to Albertsons and get as much alcohol as possible because you don't know when we're going to be getting the next fix, right? right. <laughs> and then I thought when we got home, well, now we have so much alcohol that we really have enough to run our own little operation. And if alcohol is being denied to people, we have historical evidence that people freak the F out and are going to want to find another way to gather together to drink because everyone still must find a way to do that. People have been talking about this, though. Like, what is your quarantine side hustle? And I think that Speakeasy is an incredible idea. Like, really. I think so, too. You know, like, you could have a thermometer to check people's, like... (laughs) Thing like at that the beginning. thing that rolls over their forehead yeah. for their temperature, and then if they pass, they can come in. They can uh, they can oogle at someone from six feet away. <gasps> yes, this, yeah. This is going to cut down on a lot of uh, unwanted touching and grabbing. Well, and that's true. <laughs> there will be no inappropriate grabbing at the lesbian speakeasy alley cats. And I'm now thinking of the size of my apartment. And if we are doing social distancing, I don't know how many people can be admitted. Well, it could be a high price ticket, so you only need like three people at once oh, okay that's yeah. what i'm thinking okay so do you want in on this do you want to help because you could be a barback a bareback <laughs> a bareback barback yeah you could just be our shirtless barback that's restocking everybody's stuff and you can grow out a mustache give me i'm like, absolutely you know i have plenty of vest i can look like i work at an old-timey speakeasy pretty easy i feel like you could pull off that look in about but 10 minutes just give me some time to uh Lose lose a few pounds during this quarantine, and then I will be a shirtless bareback. All right. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gents. If you want your drinks, you come on by to Alley Cats. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. If you're just tuning in, I've opened up a speakeasy called Alley Cats. 
I know that a lot of the bars in, in and around this area and in California are closing down, so this is my way to make a couple of bucks and just to bring people together with proper distance requirements, of course. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Clayton has come up with a perfect tagline for my speakeasy. Which is, we have every kind of beer except Corona. There you go. So no Corona will be sold or or ingested at Alley Cats, and there will be a screening test before you are allowed in. And if you're allergic to cats, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, <laughs> so tomorrow night, you know, for St. Patrick's Day, if you still want to get drunk, we've got you. But... I've, one thing before we get into the Monday Munch report that I found interesting was that in Ireland, up until fairly recently, Irish law prohibited pubs from being open on St. Patrick's Day. What's fairly recently? Like Up until the 1970s. Wow. Yeah. It was feared, apparently, this is according to irishcentral.com, which I always brief myself on every morning. That's where I get show. all my Ireland news. <laughs> Just heads up. <laughs> Just heads up. It was feared that leaving the pubs open would be too tempting for some people during Lent and would lead to a disrespectful amount of <clears throat> drunkenness on this most solemn day. Because St. Patrick's Day is, uh, I guess, this Saint, this patron St. Patrick, and I believe it's a day of prayer in mourning for him. It's a solemn day of, of prayer and mourning. Uh, s- now this- we've all Americanized it and been like, Kiss yeah. me, Irish yoga. Like we, that's literally like we forget there's a religious element to it. We're like, it's about leprechauns and beer. <laughs> but now, now it's, now it's now it's now it's back to back to prayer to prayer. Yeah, I, I mean, people there people are doing a lot of praying right now. Okay, let's get into the actual Monday Munch report. Sounds good. I'll have that. Yes, 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 yes. What are you doing? I'm blotting the grease. It's the best part. Let me see that. So, of course, for the Monday Munch Report today, we're going to talk about panic buying. And they have announced that shelves will uh, shelves are empty right now. And when, when they're being restocked is kind of up in the air. There are some stores saying, hey, we can restock this stuff. We have a... a supply coming in just please stop panic buying so that we can restock the shelves right i went to a whole foods yesterday and they did have some chicken but all they had was chicken wings and kitty's like just grab it just grab it and like i think we got like thighs and stuff like all the organic skinless boneless all that stuff was gone immediately absolutely and when we got to the register the the cashier was like, oh, you guys got some chicken. So is there any more left? Because we just got a shipment in a couple hours ago. We were like, no, we literally got the rest of it. It's crazy. It's That chicken's literally flying off the shelves. Whoa, cluck. <laughs> um, I put a question on Instagram story on our account at DTS Show. By the way, if you have song requests that are related to the what everyone is feeling right now feel free to tweet them at us at dts show you can also ca- call them in at 83377 call q but i did post the question on insta story what are you hoarding <laughs> and the responses are pretty interesting caroline marie said pasta and ramen which is very prison like pasta pasta is the go-to food right now. That's the hardest thing to find, in my opinion. Gluten is back, baby. Back, baby. It is making a huge comeback. By default, it is the new fad diet. 
Yeah. You know, where like people were eliminating carbs, people were doing raw, people were doing vegan, all that's gone. Right. It's, you know, you're doing basically canned foods, rice, pasta. And when we do the Monday Munch Report again a little later in the show, I want to share some specific carb-heavy recipes with you mm. because I know it might be jarring. You're going to have to use carbs in your foods again. So I think it'll be cool to go over some some actual like good pasta recipes. Totally, because my biggest problem during this pandemic is I forgot to learn how to cook. <laughs> Literally. Totes forgot, yeah. No, I mean, I never learned. <laughs> so what have you been eating over the weekend? Like, well, I've, I mean, this is privilege, but I've eaten out like my whole life. Oh. Except like, so like, yes, last night I made turkey and I mean, I did a good thing. I made turkey mushroom tacos with lettuce, with like lettuce wraps. Oh. And we threw in a can of chili. So it was like these weird chili turkey tacos and they were delicious. <laughs> People are going to have to get really creative. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there were some things that I'm just, uh, that I have left over. Like, I randomly was like, I have an artichoke and asparagus and some wings. So here we go. Here's dinner. And that's Yum. what you're doing. It's like, great. So we'll give you some actual updates on coronavirus. There's supposed to be another. Uh, uh, announcement from the White House at around 1230 Pacific time, I believe. Uh, so we'll keep you updated on all the real news. Uh, but I did find something uplifting and something not coronavirus related. We'll Please. get to that next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Well, you may be working from home, but the good news is that we are here with you no matter what. You can tell Alexa to put us on. Just say, hey, Alexa, put on Channel Q on radio.com. She will Follow your orders. <laughs> you can also do so on uh, Siri, Google Home, any kind of voice assistant. If you want to listen to us while you're cleaning your house for the fifth time or anything like that, we are here to keep you company through all of this. And you can always reach out on the phones as well. 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-77-CALL-Q. More responses are coming in of what people are hoarding as a result of the panic buying uh, v- VV Cheese on Instagram said, sitting in my fridge are six different types of cheeses. Very on brand, Vivi Cheese. <laughs> we were like not sure on cheese. We didn't really load up on cheese and now I feel like I regret, like I, sh- yeah. I probably should go back. <laughs> uh, Riddle in 38 said, weed, definitely important to stock up on that. That's very true. <laughs> I agree with Riddle in 48. <laughs> and I have to figure out how... If the weed stores are closed, hopefully they still have the delivery system. Yes, but then if people are not I'm like that we allowed. had when I was 18. <laughs> right? Oh, maybe people will have to go old school again. Old school. Oh, I'm all about that. You know, get back to the code words. Code words. Yeah. Speakeasies. Yes, I'm fine with this. I'm Off the with... grid drug dealer. <laughs> sure. All of the retired weed dealers are like, what? You need me again? They're like, whoa, it's my time again. <laughs> The, the nation needs now. me. <laughs> uh, Test.who said LaCroix. That's what they're loading up on. Yeah, of course you are, because there's none in silver. There's none left. <laughs> That's. Is that what you were trying to get? Yes. I literally was like, I need. My biggest problem is getting too much. Like, I did the same thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to get like six bottles of wine. Uh huh. You know, and I was like, that's a lot for me to buy at one time. But we drank like three of them the first night of the quarantine. We did the and same. And it's like, now well, we're almost out of wine. <laughs> we bought two bottles of wine on Friday night, or on Thursday or something, and then Friday night we drank them both. 
and then on yeah, so yesterday we got six more bottles of wine. But again, I'm not gonna hoard all of this. I'm sharing it with all of you yes. at Alley Cats, the Speakeasy. Um, before we get into the top of the next hour, where we're gonna share a positive story, I found a po- I, there's a positive stuff going on in Italy despite the shutdown, and I think it's important to highlight some of that to make us all feel a little happy. But I was able to find took a lot of digging. I was able to find a positive story that had nothing to do with coronavirus. Puppy heist. Oh, damn it. Uh, I mean, I did Google puppies because I was like, there we go. This is, there's got to be some, there's always cute animal videos or there's some like giraffe and puppy that became friends. Right. And that's always going to bring us back to earth. Um, But then this is what I found. Puppy heist. Thieves stole 11 puppies from a Cobb County pet store. That's Petland in Kennesaw. Says they were stolen overnight. The 11 dogs include French Bulldogs and Yorkshire Terriers. Some of those pups actually cost upwards of $12,000. Well, you know, when it comes to power up to, to panic buying. I guess it moves beyond chicken and weed and LaCroix and it goes on to animals because you go to a pet shop and you're like, well, I don't know where I'm going to be going. I don't know when I can get another puppy. I'll just get all the puppies. Wait, are they are they going to eat the puppies? No, I think they just are <laughs> selling them so that, or they're going to probably so, sell. Yeah, yeah I think I they're just, it. I think it's one of those looting things. Right. Or maybe you're right. But maybe like, they're just like, we're out of chicken. We we're gotta out of chicken. go to this French but bulldog. The last thing that you want during a pandemic is to have an extra mouth to feed. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Want more dogs at this time? <laughs> I think that it's just people's. People are trying to find their side hustle. And it, but it's also true. Yesterday we saw. I saw a dog, and I was like, just started crying because I was like, it's so cute. <laughs> Like, we need dogs yeah. in this time. Well, you're like, it's so delicious. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Oh, you were just coming right in with it. <laughs> so, Italy. Uh, oh, it's so beautiful. This is really one of my favorite songs. <laughs> it is. This is actually the Italian version of the Lady Gaga song you just heard. So, really? <laughs> so, wait, what is going on here? What did we just listen to? So, this is the, this is one of the many scenes taking place in Italy right now where they've been on lockdown for, what is it, like a... It's got to be over a week by now. Yeah. And there, I mean, it's it's a horrible situation. There are a lot of people that need things. They Like, we're all panic buying. They can't even panic. Like, they wish they could panic buy. Right. They can't leave their houses. They can't leave their apartments. And what's positive about this is that it's kind of bringing people together in a way that, of course, not so close together. You know what I mean? But <laughs> In but, a way that is six feet apart. <laughs> yes. And they're bonding through music. And what, what we just heard was what was taking place in Florence over the weekend, where a guy was just... We're really going back in time. Right. Like we never were before. Where there's... People are like, well, I'm just going to go sing on the street or off my balcony <laughs> and pretend like it's the 1500s. And... People and are I'm like, here for yeah, it. people are like, sure, yeah, great. Give, like free entertainment. But how is it that every single person in Italy <laughs> is a trained opera singer <laughs> right. that knows the whole Puccini canon? <laughs> 
<laughs> like that's the surprising part to that's me. That's a great point because what if you really suck at it? Right. And you're like the one Italian who doesn't know how to sing and you're like, and it's like amore. <laughs> please love me. Yeah, or you're just like the racist American that's there that's like, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. You're also doing the little that's pinchy amore. motion with your yeah. arm. <laughs> We're just like, pizza, pizza. And they're like, dude, you came here. It was the first time you were visiting Italy. Please go back to the United States and leave us in peace. Uh, this DJ party is happening in my... I'm not going to say my hometown, but this is where my ancestors are from, Palermo, Sicily. Oh. Aren't they fun? And what is this, just a party? This is, yeah, that these DJs decided to do. Oh, this is in do, the streets. Yes. Well, this is in an apartment court, courtyard. Oh. So everyone's just dancing on their balconies and yes. they're doing like a DJ mix. Um, That's so fun. Yeah, for the amount that I hate EDM, I'm surprised that this is happening in a yeah. place where uh, my ancestors are from. Uh, there are it's also some singing going on, and this is what's happening in Naples right now. This is my favorite so far. And then, finally, it's not all Italian songs. There are some people that are going back to reality. Oop, there goes gravity. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, just the name of the song, Lose Yourself. <laughs> I like, mean, it's not the best advice during uh, this situation. Just lose yourself, lose your mind. Well, it's true that there are better songs out there, and that's why we're helping you create a playlist that's going to make you feel warm and fuzzy and also kind of connect to the anxiety and the lonely feelings that you might be experiencing right now. Absolutely. So we're going to, a little later in the show, Clayton's working very hard over there. He's getting his playlist ready to go. Do you want to just give us one song that's on there? Because we're going we're gonna to go through them in detail a little later, but I want people to request songs and you can do that by tweeting at us at DTS show with any of your song requests well, but just what kind of stuff are we looking for I'm focusing my whole playlist on just the idea and theme of social distancing okay okay so you're going niche I'm going niche and I mean there's some really good ones but my I'm gonna just like I'm going the distance by cake do you remember that song? Yes, I do. So, I used to love cake. I did too. Yeah. I still love cake the food. I used to love cake the band. <laughs> but that's where we're headed. But I'm going to save some of the best ones for okay. later. Yeah, absolutely. You know what else is exciting? I mean, not exciting, but is interesting to me about the Italy quarantine is that when you think of all of the panic foods that we are buying, they're the ones who know how to cook it all. Exactly. I was seeing some of the videos of everyone dancing and singing from their balconies, and I was like, it probably smells so damn good in that kitchen. Like, if you're going to be locked in a in a in an apartment or a house in Italy or in Naples where right. pizza was invented. Uh, where fresh pasta. People have been making their own fresh pasta there for centuries. So, here's my question. Do you have a balcony in your apartment? A little baby one. I don't have a balcony. <laughs> so, what are you supposed to do? So, what do, do I do? sing off of? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a good question. And people Clayton. in New York, they can't even open their windows. <laughs> some of them don't even have windows. Right. You're right. That's a good point. Some, some people in New York City are living in literal basements so this that are is, four feet tall. This is going to expose a lot of things that we're missing in the States. Yeah. Balconies being top of the list. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Millennials are just singing in their own apartments to no one. They're singing on TikTok. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Just because you're lonely doesn't mean you have to stay that way. You can interact with us anytime you want. 833-77-CALL-Q. That is 833-77-CALL-Q. This is Drop the Subject. I'm Allie. I've got my bisexual buddy Clayton Ferris with me. And I thought we'd just take a moment to kind of talk about something other than panic buying. Over the weekend, a lot of people were not going anywhere. But then when I did go out... There's this kind of <laughs> kind of vibe where you're like walking around looking at people like, I'm outside. What are you guys doing? You're outside too. Like you're breaking the rules right. a little bit. Did you ever venture out to do something other than grocery shop? And if so, where did you go? And how did you feel when you interacted with other people? I did. So I have felt a little premonition about this whole thing. So I've been decide like on, I guess it was Friday. I went to like out to eat for the last time. Like I went to a restaurant very safely. I brought all my stuff. Well, and they're distancing people's booths and things like yeah, that. My dad said he went out to eat and they... You Here know, in Los Angeles, like no one was, no one was even at the, there was like two, there was like one other table and it was far across the restaurant. But yesterday I knew that I was going to go to the gym. I was like, I need to go to the gym one last time. And I literally <laughs> just for some reason, like normally I'm at the gym and I'm like, okay, I run 10 minutes on the treadmill. I lift weights for 20 minutes. I sit in the sauna and then, you know, like it's all like this. Uh-huh. And I spent like 45 minutes in the workout room or like the um, cardio room where no one was just listening. Listening to music and like dancing. Really? Yeah, and it was like so I you had your own personal Zumba. I class. had my own personal Zumba class, and it felt like I knew. I'm like I going out with. I'm going out with yeah. some what dancing. Yeah, yeah, you're going out with a bang. With a bang. That's really cool. Yeah, you had and it this felt liberating good. moment. It was in the like gym. an emotional, uplifting thing to do. So I encourage people to throw on some music at home, turn it up as loud as you can. Mm. Screw the neighbors. Yeah, I mean, you know, we know they're get, home, but... Get them in on this and just dance your ass off, literally, and see what happens. You'll yeah. feel so much better. Just pull in Italy. Even if you can't dance. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, actually, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do enjoy dancing, even though I'm not a very great dancer, but I, I totally get what you mean. We needed to get out on Sunday. It was just like, okay, you know, Katie, my wife, had been home pretty much all week already and we had gone grocery shopping which was terrible so then on Sunday we're like we got to get out of the house but we're not going to go see a movie and we're not going to go to a bowling at like we're not going to go to big public places so what are the lesbians going to do well we hiked (laughs) and that's it was something that we we were like maybe this will connect people to nature because we went to a trail that we've gone to before and it was really crowded and there were kids and families and things like that that are just trying to get the hell out of the house and I mean just after it rained too which is normally not the best time there's like a line to get to the height the mountain (laughs) trail but you're trying to make sure you have enough space between the between the groups (laughs) so it was kind of a an interesting experience and we were interacting with people more than we normally would. Yeah. Another thing. A lot that- of smile. I've actually been noticing people trying to be a little more like 
Hi. Give you the look like, everything okay? Yeah. There was and a guy even walking his dog looking at me being like, Every question I get now is, how you holding up? That's what everyone keeps asking. Yeah. How you holding up? And then so many people being like, this is crazy. Isn't this crazy? Is this crazy? Or people say, crazy times we live in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also went to the hospital on Saturday because I had to go to physical therapy. So I... Had, I had a pre-existing appointment. No, I, are you freaked out? Freaked I'm out fine. Now. Okay. <clears throat> that I, was just me clearing my throat. <laughs> I, I said during crosstalk on the morning beat this morning that we need to issue coughing trigger warnings and let people know that we're not actually sick before you actually have to clear your throat or cough. It's very important right now. But I decided I'm going to be brave and I'm going to keep my appointment. I'm not going to be afraid to go to the hospital just to go to the physical therapy section, I, uh, the area, I really need to keep working on my, you know, my shoulder's still injured. I was like, I'm going. So I went and it was dead, which I was really happy about because if things were real, real, real bad, that hospital would have been very overcrowded. Oh, right. That's true. So it was kind of nice to see the ER was fairly empty. There weren't a lot of cars in the parking lot. So then I go to the physical therapy area and they have the, the screen check-in, right? So I'm, I, I arrive and there's another guy behind me who's also there for his appointment and I'm checking in and it asks me a series of questions like my name and my birthday and I'm just kind of clicking through and, you know, check in, check in, check in. And, and every it, time you touch it, you're like, ugh. Yes, because I was also thinking how many people have touched this and I'm, I've, I'm grabbing, uh, luckily at the hospital they have a lot of those hand sanitizer stations right. and stuff like that. So I was using all that. And the guy behind me, you know, we'd both already looked at each other like, eh, how's it going? We're both, we're at the hospital right now. It's crazy. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm clicking through the screen prompts and then it asks the question, do you have a dry cough or a fever? And without thinking, I tapped yes because it was the top button and I had been right. clicking the top button and scanning through and just, go, you know, mindlessly clicking, which most of us do. And the guy behind me went from friendly to oh. complete oh, no. shock. He stepped back and he was like, whoa. And I was like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. And I went back to the previous screen. I was like, that was a mistake. I promise I don't, I don't have a dry cough. I, I, I wonder I was if they just, just trying added, to press. do you think they had just added that in? Yes. Oh. I think they added that in because they don't want people to go see the physical therapist if right. you are experiencing any of the symptoms. But I, I I cleared it up with him eventually, but he was very thrown off by the fact that I did that. And then I met up with my physical therapist, and he was playing Bob Marley in his uh, office. He was like, there is so much panic and anxiety coming through these doors. I am just chilling out. And that's when you found out your physical therapist was a pothead. Yeah. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. It's nothing playing, dude. Ah! A pandemic. Drop the subject. There might presents. be some dead air. Just blame it. Blame lose it on it the pee. Or lose it. Okay, it's that time. Jesse, I think you got an hour and 35 minutes in the show, uh, through the show without messing up. So that's, uh, I think, progress. <laughs> oh, hey, you're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Clayton will always tell you you're doing a great job. He's a very positive guy. Even All right. when you're not. Even when you're doing an awful job. <laughs> Let's get to some news that are losing headlines. Some of them may or may not be coronavirus related. I tried as hard as I could to find ones that weren't. So here we go. You news or lose whatever you choose. You ready, Clayton? 
Ready. Okay. Egg McMuffin Rat is the newest fast food rodent star in New York. Uh, I mean, I know what this is going to be, but it made me laugh in my head. <laughs> it's just a rat carrying an Egg McMuffin. <laughs> We already saw Pizza Rat. I'm gonna de- I'm gonna take back. You're gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. Okay. <laughs> but right. just tell me, it's just a rat carrying a egg you're, McMuffin. You're right? absolutely correct. Okay. It's a very large rat. <laughs> Headline number two: Luxury perfume makers Dior and Givenchy are now gonna produce hand sanitizer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I'll hear that. Okay. <laughs> and then finally, a two-legged dog named Lieutenant Dan is vying to be the next Cadbury Bunny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Another happy dog-related story that I promise is actually happy. We'll get to that next. Drop the subject to new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. I have a bit of a sad announcement to make. You know, today we're learning of a lot more people that have tested positive for COVID-19. Just before we get into the two other stories that you that you news, Clayton, I just want to update you on some news that came through. Al Roker and Craig Melvin from NBC's Today Show have both tested positive for COVID-19. So they have missed today's uh, Today Show and they, I'm sure, will be giving statements shortly. There's also news that Idris Elba has tested positive for coronavirus, and he has made a statement, which we will play a little later in the show. And, you know, there are a lot of, I mean, when you think of film sets, right, especially when you're talking about filming internationally and things like that, people are on planes a lot, and you think about it with the NBA teams when they're traveling all the time, so we're going to probably find out more of these cases as the days go on, because now people are actually getting tested that haven't really been able to. And I read someone saying, like, why is it just celebrities that we're hearing about getting, that are coming back positive with COVID? It's like, well, A, they're celebrities, so they're famous, so we we hear the news when it happens. But B, like that's the whole reason that Hollywood shut down is because these film sets are like incubation chambers. Zones. Yes, they are. Because everyone eats together, all the foods together, everyone's touching each other, you're in these small rooms together. It's just it's not the same type of work as someone sitting in a cubicle at an office. You're like you're, you're liter- in close quarters. You're in close quarters together. But I do want to make one correction. Al Roker and Craig Melvin did not test positive. Oh, they didn't. They they were pulled from the show because someone. Oh, after there, a staffer, a staffer oh, was okay. tested. Yes, thank you for correcting that. Yeah. Okay, so they don't necessarily have it, but the, an NBC staffer has, and that's why they've taken those precautions. I understand. And a Hulu employee in Los Angeles has also tested positive for coronavirus, so they're shutting things down. As well as an Apple staffer at in Culver in a Culver City office has tested positive. So some of these, it's like if you got one. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. All right, now let's actually get into the stories that we intended to give you here in News That Are Lucid. Uh, luxury perfume makers Dior and Givenchy will produce hand sanitizer for health author- uh, for French health authorities. Don't worry, they're not going to make a lot of profit after out, out of this. They're actually giving it to people for free. Luxury goods conglomerate LVMH, which is a parent company for all these, you know, like Christian Dior, uh, Guerlain, and Givenchy, they are trying to help some French authorities by manufacturing hand sanitizer and providing it to them for free. They will use all the production facilities of its perfumes and cosmetics brands to produce large quantities of hydro 
alcoholic gel or hand sanitizer. The gel will be delivered to French health authorities and the Assistance Publique Hospital de Paris, a <laughs> network of 39 teaching hospitals that treat more than 8 million patients each year. They're going over to them. So that's a, that's that's a good great. deed. That's a good deed that these corporations are doing and they should. Yeah, because if that costs money, oh man, that would be expensive. Yeah. A Dior D- hand sanitizer? <laughs> There's actually a I can D- just see the commercial. Don't they do all those where they're like, Dior. Dior. But it's like someone's sick with COVID. Like, oh, that's horrible. But like, you can't tell with some models anyways if you they're can't. sick that's or if they're a great point. healthy. So, I mean, a lot. We just invented a marketing campaign. Absolutely. All right. Quickly before we get out of here. Rather than sharing ice cream with Tom Hanks, this particular Lieutenant Dan is on track to become the mascot for Cadbury Candy. There is a little doggy who has two legs. His name is Lieutenant Dan, and he is at the top of the list for a replacement for the actual Cadbury Bunny. There is, I guess, some kind of a contest going on, and if Lieutenant Dan wins, he will be awarded $5,000 and a starring role in the next Cadbury commercial. The top contenders right now other than lieutenant dan lieutenant dan is currently first and he lives in new richmond ohio (laughs) second place is egbert a cat with bunny ears on its head number three is another cat named lunchbox also with bunny ears on its head then we move on to an actual donkey named consuela who has also bunny ears on its head and i love the phrase then we move on to an actual donkey yeah i don't know why then we move on to a pig with sunglasses named Duck Song, and that is in Daytona Beach, Florida. So I had no idea there was a contest every year for the new Cadbury cream egg, but that's what's happening, and Lieutenant Dan could be the next one you see on your screen. He's got my vote. Absolutely. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. This just in from a follower by the name of Ed O'Connor on Twitter. Predicting that the next big coronavirus item is going to be adult diapers. Oh, I mean, that would limit our use of toilet paper. <laughs> I guess because... <laughs> is that what he's saying? I think so. <laughs> so people are hoarding so much toilet paper and not leaving enough for the masses that if you are SOL, literally, you will go to the next best thing, which is adult diapers. And, and this is Drop the Subject, by the way, with Allie and Clayton Ferris hanging with you <laughs> if live. If you're just tuning if in. If you're just tuning in, hi. And catching in on, up on the yeah, catching up pee-pee on, humor. On, <laughs> yes, which is abundant all on any given day. Absolutely. But especially today. And if you are just tuning in, Please uh, catch up on the podcast because the podcast always comes out every day. Uh, Jesse, when he does things right, he usually gets the podcast up in a timely manner. So if you are on Radio.com on the app, you can definitely download Drop the Subject where on Radio.com or wherever you find your podcasts. We've talked a lot about panic shopping for the Monday Munch Report. And a little later in the show, we're going to talk to a really interesting guy by the name of Dr. Judd Brewer. He's a, a, psych- a psychiatrist and a neuroscientist and he has a lot to say about anxiety and how many people are handling and processing all of this stuff which is not normally what people are processing on any given day so it's definitely going to have some useful tools there netwar1 on instagram has sent us a picture of what he ate for dinner last night which is a pile of risotto with asparagus on top of it yum and it is funny how your first and second choices are not there, so you go to... He was like, 
it's the end of the world. I'm actually cooking risotto. It kind of looks like a gourmet dish, though. It does. Like, it just looks like you would get that at, like, some restaurant called, like, Beast and, uh, like, downtown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Especially if it's ve- if it's a vegan restaurant. Right. It's going to be a pile of risotto with asparagus on top of it. <laughs> so people really are exploring different foods that they wouldn't have normally explored. This is actually a good time for people to realize, because I talk about the functional medicine movement a lot and food is medicine like now we can really see what food is if that makes sense so we can appreciate so you can just be yeah so we can be like oh so all i have to eat tonight is some asparagus and some rice okay well that's food that's a healthy meal for you that's like it doesn't have to be this like well yeah i mean chicken nuggets or something yes i think that it's allowing people to appreciate food in a different way this is as you're eating yogurt (laughs) cashew yogurt which they still had. I guess they're like all the regular yogurt's gone and then See, cashew the, yogurt was the last the tr- one. That's the truth. A lot of the foods that I eat are still in stock because, because a lot no of other- no one likes it. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, uh, at the top of the next hour, we're going to play uh, Idris Elba's statement. He has tested positive for coronavirus and he has made Oof. a statement about it. I know, it's crazy. So we're going to get into that and we're also going to get into what happened at the debates because there was a debate that happened and there were no audience members. There was Biden and... and, and uh, uh, what's the other guy? Sanders <laughs> doing an elbow bump instead of shaking hands. So we'll get to that at the top of the next hour. And right now, during this next song, I am going to package and write the address onto this package of toilet paper that I gave away a couple weeks ago. I have not had a chance to mail this yet because there's no one in the building to mail it. So, But she really has a box with toilet paper with in it. One roll of toilet paper in it. I had this in my back seat over the weekend. I thought my car was going to get broken into. It's yeah. like having a Rolex in your back seat. Exactly. You my can't. wife is not happy that I'm giving this away. But that's what I'm doing for the people! Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Alright, we're here with you on Drop the Subject. Allie and Clayton Ferris. And you can always Always give us a call. The phone lines are open. We are here for you and queer for you. And there's a lot of anxiety going around, a lot of panic buying. So if you want to just process what's going on, that's no problem. We are here for you. 833-77-CALL-Q. You can call us now. 833-77-CALL-Q. A lot of people are very upset learning that the what who was at one point, is it, was it this year or last year that Idris Elba was the sexy, sexiest man alive? It's every year. I mean, <laughs> I mean, everybody is like, oh, God, he's so hot. And I, as a lesbian, totally agree. 2018, Idris Elba was the okay. sexiest man alive, okay. according to people. That's okay. According people, to just I mean, all people. All people. Okay. <laughs> so he has announced that he has done a test and tested positive for coronavirus. He put out a statement on Twitter, and we're going to play the audio, uh, but I'll read the caption first. He said, this morning I tested positive for COVID-19. I feel okay. This is what's really important. I want to share this specific sentence because it's crucial. I have no symptoms so far. But I have been isolated since I found out about my possible exposure to the virus. Stay home, people, and be pragmatic. I will keep you updated on how I'm doing. No panic. Because there's been a lot of talk of carriers spreading the virus unknowingly. And the fact that he's tested positive and showing no symptoms is a really interesting piece of this puzzle that everyone's trying to solve. Um, But let's just get into his statement. Hey, uh, what's up, guys? So look, uh, this morning I, uh, I got some test results back for coronavirus and it came back positive. 
Yeah, and it sucks. Um, listen, I'm doing okay. Uh, Sabrina hasn't been tested and she's doing okay. Um, I wasn't, I didn't have any symptoms. Um, I got tested because I realized I was um, exposed to someone who had also uh, tested positive. I found out last Friday that they were tested positive. I quarantined myself and got a test immediately uh, and got the results back today. Uh, look, this is serious, you know. Now's the time to really think about social distancing, washing your hands. Uh, beyond that, there are people out there who aren't showing symptoms and that can easily spread it. All right. Well, when yeah. someone says social distancing... It sounds a lot cooler. He and makes sexier. it sound cool, but this is the wash thing. Wash your hands. I'm like, okay, now I will wash my <laughs> dirty hands. This is the thing that is like, I don't want to alarm any, you know, listeners or myself, but it's like that's the thing that people are kind of worried about right now is this thing where people could be positive and not know they are. Yeah, exactly, and that's what is so scary about this is that we don't know a lot right so we're learning things like you know i was talking to james simmons the nurse practitioner last week and he was saying yeah we always thought that it was lower respiratory only which is just in your chest now we're learning that it can start in the with a head cold like head cold symptoms and travel mm. downward right uh we thought that you you if you were uh, if you were displaying symptoms those were the, that was the only way that you could know if you might be testing positive. Now, people who have no symptoms are testing positive. So we are literally learning this new de- the new learning new details minute by minute. And now it also has people looking into themselves and being like, "Do I know anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone who could have this?" Right. Because like he got tested because he f- figured out that he was around somebody who had it, and. I know somebody who knows somebody who has it. Right. I and feel like I interacted all... with that person, but I don't know how interactive they were with the the person who had it. We all are like one or two degrees or like two degrees away now. Yes. That's what it feels like. I think but so it's too. like, I think, yeah, hopefully not, but it could start turning into a one degree situation where yeah. we. But then that's when people will actually realize, oh, this is like a real thing that needs to be taken seriously. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of taking things seriously, the debates did happen and they were talking about coronavirus and how serious this is, even when Biden called it SARS. This is Drop the President. Drop the President. We don't have time to go through all of the highlights that happened over the weekend, but there was another debate. It happened in closed doors in Washington. There was no audience. Biden and Sanders elbow bumped instead of shaking hands. I don't even know if that was coronavirus related. Um, (laughs) But there were several interesting things that happened. First of all, I will start off by uh, by sharing a complete misspeak that Biden had. Overall, it seemed that he had a good debate. There was some there's some debate coaches were saying that he had his best debate that he's had in years. Um, even when he said this, you check. No one is in a position where they have a significant financial disability as a consequence of this SARS. Yep. Of this, which I mean, to to be fair, it is a similar virus. Coronavirus and SARS are very similar to one another. And I know that he is just misspeaking, but still, it's important not to misspeak when it comes to this stuff. Um, But something exciting that he announced during the debates was he he did a gender reveal for the vice president. 
But yeah. Number one, I committed that if I'm elected president, have an opportunity to appoint someone to the courts, will be a, I'll appoint the first black woman to the courts. It's required that they have representation now. It's long overdue. Secondly, if I'm elected president, my my cabinet, my administration will look like the country. And I commit that I will, in fact, appoint a I'll pick a woman to be vice president. There are a number of women who are qualified to be president tomorrow. I would pick a woman to be my vice president. Number three, I'm the guy that wrote the domestic violence law, and I'm the guy that put in the the prohibitions that no one who abuses someone else should be able to own a gun. So there you go. There you go. Female VP, everybody. It's a gender reveal. I love that he said there are enough, there are plenty of women now that could be president. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to make them vice president. (laughs) That was us a week ago. I hope if you're listening right now, you're singing along. You can't not. You can't. If you're not singing along right now, what is wrong with you? Of course, this is I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Yes. Which, she's a frequent guest on Mass Singer. Yes. Oh, is she? <laughs> yeah, everyone's Multiple like, times? it's Gloria Gaynor. That's uh, never her. Well, that was a song that Rita Wilson had put on her coronavirus playlist. So, yes, let's get into it. We've teased the coronavirus p- playlist all show long, yep. and Rita Wilson has created her own, mm. but you've also created a corona-themed playlist yeah, of your she, own. She was. She called hers Rita Wilson's Quarantunes. Which oh, is great. Now that's just funny. She's, I bet her and Tom Hanks are a punny couple. You know what I mean? Well, he did, I think, sign one of his Instagram posts as Hanks, like instead of thanks. Like it was like H A N X. And I'm like, you're so, I mean, you're, ah. you can, those two, you can always count on them on bringing in the puns. Yeah. And I'm, I'm down with a pun on any day. Me too. From anybody. Absolutely. I'm not above a pun. But she but so she was focusing on quarantine and I guess I've I've actually been researching her playlist and it's very good and we might have a little bit of crossover but I made my own. Yes. All about the social distancing and I just want to you know take our viewers down some some options they have to relax during this crazy time. Down the road. You know, I know we're not in Italy, but we can enjoy music and and bring each other up through music. Absolutely. This here's the first one we could sing to. Okay. All by myself. Yes. You know, this always makes me think of the beginning of Bridget Jones's diary. Oh, absolutely. But this is a solid, solid choice. Any, I, I, I'm going to go home tonight and probably just go down a Celine Dion K-hole. Oh, that's, you know what? That's my wife's Friday night. Okay. Pretty much all the time. Well, I might come over to y'all's house and sit, sit six feet apart from your wife. <laughs> we have an L couch, so you can do that. Perfect. What else do we got? This is, I nominate this the song of the COVID-19 quarantine. This is the anthem? This is the anthem. <laughs> from a distance, the world looks blue. Is this from uh, Beaches? Absolutely. Yes! <laughs> yeah. It's nice to get nostalgic about the corresponding movies. Yeah, exactly. This is definitely anthem worthy from a distance <laughs> i mean what who knew she was predicting 
I actually tweeted yeah. at Bette Midler. I was like, you know that your song is the song of the quarantine. And oh, my She didn't God. respond. Oh, that's so weird. And I have a blue check mark. Usually, pe- <laughs> usually people... <laughs> Respond. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that was hard for you. Yeah, if I'm not tweeting at Bette Midler, I'm tweeting negative things towards airlines. <laughs> that's all blue check marks are good for. <laughs> and they'll always get back to you. Yeah, if you have Jet a JetBlue, ch- will be like the next flight's on us. <laughs> okay, let's. What else do we have? Still burns. Uh, yes, he's going the, the distance. distance. Little case going, going for speed. <laughs> I don't know if this one really is. That oh no. In a time of need. This is a time of need. And it is. some people are all alone. And she is all alone. Yes. All alone? All, all alone, alone in her time of need. In a time of need. I'm all about it. Yeah. This, is, this has already a lot of variety. Yeah. And that's when you get to a themed playlist that's themed after a virus. You're going to be all over the map. All it, over the map. When it comes to music categories. But this is another one of my favorites right here. <laughs> I couldn't help but do Don't the harmony. Stand so close to me. I mean, what a more perfect song. Yeah, uh, I think that this should be ready on everyone's phones. On everyone's phones. To just, instead of being rude to people, yeah. if you want them to social distance, just quietly play the song out of your phone Yeah, and continue what you're doing. I actually was reading yesterday because I was sitting down to watch a movie and I want to I want to dive into like the whole idea of watching like a disaster movie. But I, wa- I would like to dive into that too yeah. because I tried to get Katie to do it. And I, wa- I did watch 28 Days Later which is a zombie movie. Yeah. But it, it all just plays so much uh, like crazier in these days. And last night I was going to watch Contagion. So was I, but I had to rent it. And I yeah, didn't you ha- it's not free. Yeah, so but I was like, F that. What I learned is that Contagion has become like the second most watched yeah. movie. Because it's literally the same story, except yeah. more, like, it's more devastating, of course, because it's a movie, but it's literally, isn't it literally Gwyneth Paltrow traveling to... She's at a casino... She yeah, and it's just like this whole. And then she gets like she comes back from vacation, and then she dies, yeah, and then and it keeps spreading. It. Yeah, and it's like a bunch of people in hazmat suits with Matt Damon. <laughs> yes, I mean that's pretty much what's happening. So you have right seen now. it. <laughs> I remember seeing it a long time ago, but I want to rewatch it. And then there were other ones like Pandemic, but we'll we'll get. But into don't it. stand too close to me like that song by Police. That's going to become during this time like. They're gonna ha- it's gonna have a resurgence. It is, yeah. There are gonna be a lot of songs that have a comeback. Okay, what else is on my playlist? Don't worry. <laughs> nice. Be happy. Do you remember this song? Yes, absolutely. My phone number. When you worry, call me. I make you happy. Don't worry. <laughs> Be happy. I mean, like, we need to bring this song back mm-hmm. during this time period. Well, you know, I was telling you earlier that the my physical therapist was listening to Bob Marley. You have to also dig into the chill music. The that's chill just vibes. Kinda, yeah, that's going to ground you. Yeah. That's going to make you feel not panicked. I mean, I know Lady Gaga's new song, Stupid Love, is great. It also has freak out like 17 times <laughs> in the song at very fast pace. Yeah. Um, and so I want to add mine. Okay. This is something that I think you should add to the playlist, and it's a song that we regularly play on Channel Q, and I believe we have the original version. Is that right, Jesse? You have no idea. You're just shrugging. Great. (laughs) As helpful as usual. Uh, This is Dancing on My Own uh, by Robin. I believe it's not the remix. I think it's the Robin version, Uh, and we're going to take a little break. We'll be back right after this. 
Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, going to get into some actual updates on COVID-19. Here on Drop the Subject with Allie and Clayton. We're help keeping you company. We just released a wonderful playlist. Clayton Ferris has been working hard on coming up with a social distancing playlist and some really solid choices on it, I must say. Thank you. Yeah, and I think we should... I have some crossovers with uh, with Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson. Um, what what are the, a couple other things that were on her playlist? Do you know, she had leaving on a jet plane. Oh no! Uh, don't don't let me be lonely tonight. Mm. Oh, oh, that's a good one. All by myself. Oh wait, that, that was, was the, yours. Oh, that, that was, was crossover. Yours. You're Hers like, here's a great. I'm one. like, oh wait, I'm reading mine. I would li- I would like to add a. I want to be sedated. Oh, that God. was one. <laughs> <laughs> um. One is the loneliest number that, that you'll ever do. That's a good one, Dad. Yeah, or one singular, singular sensation. sensation. <laughs> so th- maybe I'll just make one about loneliness. Yes, just about one. <laughs> yeah, I think. Can you make it on Apple Podcasts or not? Not or, uh, on Apple Playlist so we can share it. Yeah, I'll with make our a listeners. Link. Okay, because we want to share with you the playlist, and you can do that. We we did it for now. That's what I call Thanksgiving. We might as well do it for for coronavirus as the, well. I think Rita Wilson's funniest one is In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Oh, <laughs> <Sorry>. God! <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, oh, Chris Contreras on Twitter says, I feel like the Dr. Mario song will make a comeback. Uh, unbelievable. I, I, Dr. Mario... <laughs> I'll have yeah. to look into that one. It the was Dr. A, Mario theme It was a video game that was no, all like about viruses, basically. Oh, yeah. I think I was involved with Super Mario Brothers 3. I don't think I ever had Dr. Mario, but I, I do see the cover now in my mind. Okay, so Donald Trump is making some statements. There is a White House briefing happening as we speak. Let's get into Trump around. You know, the real bummer in all this is that we have to listen to this man speak and watch him speak. And I try to avoid that at all costs. But let's get into the actual feed. I just want to see exactly what's happening in real time. I don't, don't, uh, number one, determine recession. I just say this. We have an invisible enemy. We have a problem that a month ago nobody ever thought about. Nobody in the, you know, I've read about it. I read about uh, many years ago. 1917, 1918. I've seen all of the different uh, the different problems similar to this that we've had. This is a bad one. This is a very bad one. This is bad in the sense that um, it's so contagious. It's just so contagious. Uh, sort of uh, record-setting type contagion. Oh God! Uh, oh my and, God! Uh, you should say. I mean, that now people are going to panic. Are, they do very well, and healthy people do very well. Very, very bad for. Older people, especially older people with problems. Uh, my focus is really on getting rid of this problem, this virus problem. Once we do that, oh everything else is going to fall into place. Yes, please. Mr. President, you're an idiot. Are you aware of that? Mr. President. A lot of rumors last night that you were going to put in a national curfew yeah. or some kind of you know, texting I've been stuff. reading. I've, I've people, been watching. Right. Exactly. Me too. Your people were saying this is a foreign disinformation campaign. Is that what's going on? Are people messing with us on the internet? Well, I don't know. I mean, that I can't tell you if they are or not. And, uh, I think a lot of the media ha- actually has been very fair. I think people are pulling together on this. I really think the media has been very fair. I think it could be that you have some uh, foreign He's never said that. playing games, but no. it doesn't matter. We, we haven't really uh, determined to do that at all. And 
hopefully we won't have to. That's a very big step. It's a step we can take. But we have not decided to do it, Jennifer. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, two things: on, one on airlines and one yes. on Jeff Bezos. Can you talk a little bit specifically about what you'd like to do to help the airlines? First of all, and then second of all, we heard that Jeff Bezos has been in contact with the White House daily. Can you say what he's been asking for or proposing? Well, I've heard that's true. I don't know that for a fact, but I know that some of my people have, uh, as I understand it, been dealing with them or with him, and that's nice. We ha we've had tremendous <laughs> support nice. from a lot of people that uh, can help. Why wasn't Jeff and Bezos was yeah. at the last press the conference right. with him the when all the other were CEOs were there? Exactly. Back the airlines 100%. not their fault. Uh, it's nobody's fault unless you go to the original source. But it's nobody's oh, fault. God. And uh, we're going to be in a, a position to help the airlines very much. We've told the airlines we're going to help them. Oh, my God. I cannot believe what I'm hearing. So he just said it's nobody's fault unless you go to the original source, which everybody knows took place in Wuhan, China. So right. he's again making this and turning it into... Uh, he's gaslighting everybody and fueling mm. more racism in this country. Super fun, guys. And we heard that in real time. Yeah, and he's still talking. So we'll be right back. I need a break. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Ooh, all right, drop the subject with Allie and Clayton Ferris. Thanks for listening, everyone. We actually <laughs> do have some updates for you in relation to the COVID-19 pandemic. Wait, is that what we're talking about? Yes. Oh, there's a, there's a pandemic. Oh, there's a pandemic happening? Yes. And figured it's a good time to give you some actual updates of what the hell is going on across the globe because a lot of officials have made some announcements as far as what they're doing to shut down borders, to shut down public gatherings and things like that. So we wanted to just give you some of those headlines. So Ohio is closing gyms and movie theaters and more. We know that that's happening in California as well. Uh, San Francisco has ordered their residents to shelter in place, meaning that no one's going anywhere. Indiana has just reported their first coronavirus death. That was one of the states that didn't really have too bad of an outbreak. It seems that that's kind of taken the next step. France has banned all family and social gatherings. That's from President Emmanuel Macron. He announced some very drastic measures, and the city of Paris announced the closure of all public parks and gardens. And um, Russia will close their borders to foreigners um, to, uh, oh, on Wednesday. So that's been announced today, and it will go into effect on Wednesday. France has also closed their borders to contain the uh, coronavirus outbreak. And the uh, just continuation of what's being announced at the White House, he uh, Donald Trump has recommended people avoid gatherings of more than 10 people. Does that include this building? <laughs> Is this considered a get like I know that you, me and Jesse are three people in this room. But if we were to go out into the hallways, there's no one out there. No. So you don't even think there's 10 people in this whole building. Definitely not on this floor. Okay. So I'm just wondering if this is considered a gathering of 10 people or more, if they're just spread throughout again, the Again, I think that's like unnecessary gatherings in a way. Like it's like no part, you know, like nothing. So don't have a speakeasy. Don't have a speakeasy, alley cats. But I was saying if you charged a lot of money, then you'd be fine because... I just have a few people. You just people. have a few people okay. there. Got it. Uh, one of the top doctors, of course, that we've heard from a lot, Dr. Anthony Fauci, has explained to everyone that this is not an overreaction. He says it always 
uh, it will always seem that the best way to address it would be doing something that looks like it may be an overreaction, but it is an, o- an overreaction. It, it's a reaction that we feel is com- commensurate, which is actually going on in reality. And that's the other thing is I've talked to my parents and my parents are like, man, this is nuts. And I'm like, yeah, but it's also <clears throat> needed. You know, and you think about that with panic shopping, too, because. Yes, people are panicking and they're overbuying, but also things are shutting down minute by minute. But it's so not, you literally don't know when you're going to have access to these stores. Yeah, anymore. and it's also it's not an overreaction. We're we're literally seeing. We saw what happened in China. We saw what happened in Italy. We've seen what's happening in France. It's going to happen here. Like that's just the reality of it. And, and it's like it's not overreacting. Like, but the the hard part is like people like in L.A., New York. We're already experiencing these. Yeah, we're farther along. We're in the farther process. along, yeah. so we're experiencing the changes. Where people in other cities, like I know my parents in Dallas, they're not here yet, so they're kind mm-hmm. of like, "What are y'all worried about?" And they're like, "There's toilet paper it, here." It's gonna. There's toilet paper everywhere. They're like, "We've been stocked up since Y two K." Well, Trump says that for now he is not considering a nationwide quarantine or a curfew, so that's good news for now. Of course, we'll keep you updated on everything. Um, right next, we're going to talk to somebody about anxiety, some of the anxiety and the panic that you might be feeling as a result of this pandemic. We're going to talk to neuroscientist, I know, and psychiatrist Dr. Judd Brewer after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject here with Allie and Clayton Ferris. And we are experiencing a pandemic right now. Obviously, there are a lot of feelings flying around and a lot of anxiety flying around. And it's anxiety that has gone viral, creating something that some people are calling social contagion. So we thought we would get somebody who knows about this stuff on the phone, a neuroscientist and a psychiatrist named Dr. Judd Brewer, author of an article published in the New York Times, A Brain Hack to Break the Coronavirus Anxiety Cycle. Dr. Brewer, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Now, let's just talk about what is social contagion, and then we can kind of break down some of the tools that could give us a little bit of relief during this time. Yes. So you can, the, I guess the official definition of social contagion is basically emotion or affect passed from one person to another. I think of it as emotional infection. You know, if you're, if you're going to a party and you're not really in a party mood, but you get to the party and suddenly you're in a party mood because everybody's partying, that's basically, you know, social contagion. The same is true if, you know, if you get on the phone with somebody and they're anxious, you might get a little anxious. If you go on social media and people are panicking on social media, you might panic too. Right. So if, for example, a lot of people were not freaking out as much as they were until they went grocery shopping. <laughs> and then yes. you Great started... example. Right. Because <laughs> that, then... that was something that happened to us. <laughs> so we actually can understand how that works in the brain. You know, it's our, our fear centers in our brain are actually set up to help us survive, right? Fear is, is helpful. We can learn to avoid fearful situations in the future. The problem is that when you couple fear with uncertainty, you get anxiety because your brain can't predict the future. It can't think and plan. So the thinking parts of our brain go offline. And then when you bring that together with social contagion, it's like, you know, you're, you're prone to that, that panic disease and you're just, 
you know, as you're scrolling through social media, you're just walking mm-hmm. through people's sneezes as they're sneezing on your brain, so yeah. to speak. Oh, God, that is a graphic image. So, so, um, <laughs> sorry. No, no, that's a, no, you get crystal clear. So then, when, I mean, I know I'm somebody who has always had anxiety, um, it runs in my family, and something that I always do to combat it is to separate what I can control from what I can't control, right? And I think what you're saying here is that there's a lot that we can't control and there's a lot of uncertainty, and that's what's making people panic. But, what helps for me personally is to process some of this stuff with other people. And how do you suggest people do that when they're in isolation or they're quarantined? Yeah, it's a great question. So the first thing that we have to do be able, before we can actually process anything is calm down, right? So if our brain, if our prefrontal cortex, you know, that thinking part of our brain's offline, we can't think. And so we can't even process. So I, I study mindfulness training in my lab. And a lot of the things that we study are whether, you know, mindfulness training, like simple practices that can help us ground in our present experience can actually help with anxiety. We even have an app called Unwinding Anxiety, where we just did a study with anxious physician and got a 57% reduction in anxiety. And this is about helping people really um, you know, take a deep breath and take a couple of deep breaths, which can literally calm our nervous system. Or if paying attention to breathing makes people more anxious, they can even ground themselves in their present experience, like in their feet. So I have a, a guy in one of my meditation groups who used to just tell himself, hey, feel your feet whenever he started to get anxious. So he could literally just bring his awareness to his feet, ground himself in the present moment. And that allowed his prefrontal cortex to go back online. So he could then you know, get on a call with others or talk to other people when he needed to process things. And I, you know, so the processing piece can happen via phone, via online, you know, all these um, great technologies that we have to connect. Those are helpful, but they're not as helpful if we're freaked out or somebody else is freaked out when we're on the call. Hmm. So I would, I would imagine that you're not recommending just bun- a bunch of drinking and weed because that's also what a lot of people I think are doing. It's like, oh, all right, why don't we just drink our cares away for the weekend? I know I partook in that myself. Yeah, if it were only that simple, because drinking actually makes our prefrontal cortex go offline. So if we're prone to anxiety and our prefrontal cortex is already offline from the drinking and then we go on social media, it's just a more of a recipe for us to freak out. So do you recommend a social, uh, like a digital detox of sorts, like maybe not being on social media? I know most people want to be online more than ever right now, but are you saying maybe it would be good to scale back on that? Well, I would suggest that people just step back, you know, take a deep breath and have themselves ask, you know, ask themselves, what do I really need right now? If they're looking for information or news, this the WHO website or the CDC um, probably is not, you know, is not putting up panic messages. Um, they're putting up probably the most accurate information that's out there. So if they need the news and they need new information, go to a website that's reputable for the news. Uh, don't necessarily spend all your day uh, scrolling through social media. And then finally, what about people who are feeling lonely? You know, combating loneliness at a time like this, what are some tools that they can take with them to, because that can make people feel very anxious and depressed and kind of helpless. It, it can. So I think there are a lot of things that people can do. Again, you know, breathing is something that we all have available. Awareness is something that we all have available. I love, um, I think of curiosity as a superpower, right? So we can get curious. Oh, I'm a little anxious. What does this feel like right now in my body? Um, so all of those can help us, you know, if just kind of ground in our experience. I would love to see as kind of a silver lining to this, um, you know, all the uh, cats and dogs that need adoption for people to go adopt a pet. Yes. Good suggestion. <laughs> so I think 
there are great ways to still say physically isolated, but really emotionally connected. And I think animals are a great way to do that. Yeah, I think when you're cleaning up mess in the house from a new puppy, that is a very, you know, bonding experience. Um, (laughs) As long as you can get them food at the store. That's true, as long as you can get your pet food. Uh, Dr. Judd Brewer is a neuroscientist and a psychiatrist, and he's got, uh, we're going to tweet out the link to the article that he wrote in New York Times, a brain hack to break the coronavirus anxiety cycle. Uh, Dr. Judd also has some regular videos that he puts up on YouTube, and there's a lot of information on how to stay safe mentally and emotionally during this time. So that's available at Dr. Judd on YouTube. You can find him on Twitter at Judd Brewer, and you can also find out all things Dr. Judd at drjudd.com. Dr. Judd, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, you if you're smart, already have a lot of groceries in your house, you're probably running out of storage space. Okay, understandable. There's only so much t- like space that you've allotted for all of the canned goods and pasta that you have in your in your pantry at any given time. So you're probably overflowing, and you're overflowing with foods that you don't normally cook with. Uh, this is Drop the Subject, by the way. I'm Allie. I'm here with Clayton Ferris today. And if you've missed anything on the show, you should absolutely download the podcast. It is there for you. You can download it, subscribe, and rate it. That is on radio.com. Drop the subject. Just type that in and we'll come up. Or you can download it wherever else you find podcasts. It is time now for the Monday Munch Report. Sounds good. I'll have that. Yas, 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 yas. What are you doing? I'm blotting the grease. It's the best part. Let me see that. So, I'll get into the mistake that I made this past weekend with food, and then we can sort of get into what recipes or what different dishes you might be wanting to cook during this. Okay, stop the smacking. (laughs) I'm going to jump out the window that does not exist. (laughs) You're going to jump out this... Double-paned window that doesn't open. Just slam yourself into it. Sorry, that was... Do you have that thing? I have that thing. What is it called? Where you're like... Where you get really annoyed by people chewing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the word. But you were also very loudly eating an apple a moment ago. I know. So it's funny that you are annoyed by other people doing it. I Well, but see, that bite that I took of that apple was like an enjoyment thing. Like I was like... But the chewing the bothers chewing, you? Yeah, just chewing and smacking. Can't mm. de- can't do it. Okay. I... Uh, no! <laughs> Please! <Are you> gonna... <laughs> Please stop! Is this your hell? This is my hell. No. <laughs> the bars have closed, the gyms have closed, and I and have to listen to chewing for the rest of my life. tinnitus was just the sound of someone smacking in your ear? Not a high-pitched beep. It was just <gasps> a... Oh, God. That would be pretty awful. I will. Even I would be bothered by that, and I don't really get bothered by that kind of stuff. All right. Okay, sorry. No, I, diver- you- I diverse stuff. That is, is a that- whole separate <laughs> That's a topic. Munch. That's a munch report. Absolutely. It's literally munching. Yep. You're right on topic. Great. Okay. I went to, when I went to the, when I had, when I had my first round of shopping last week, we noticed there was no chicken, and I was at Costco, so I decided to get some steak. I said, okay, we don't usually eat a lot of red meat, but why don't we give it a try, considering the fact that there's no chicken? So I decided, all right, I've got time. I'm going to make some carne asada tacos. Mm. It was an ambitious venture. I've actually made carne asada before. It's pretty good. So I doused the steak in 
you know, my marinade, which had some orange juice and had some lemon and lime and some cilantro, a little bit of soy sauce and some salt, some pepper, some cumin. I mixed it all up. I got my steak all nice and juicy. I marinated it all day long. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to reinvigor I'm going to reignite the grill that's been sitting unused on our balcony for the past 4 months and it hasn't been working properly so I decided now that I have time I'm going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Katie was not happy about that. I had to let some whatever. I'm not going to get into it. The the, the <laughs> point is I got the grill working again. Okay. I was like perfect. Now it was the evening time. The steak had been marinating all day and I lit up the grill after some troubleshooting and I put the steak on the grill. I closed the grill and I walked back inside. I chopped up the rest of the, you know, the lettuce and the tomatoes and peppers and I got my cheese out and I heated up my tortillas. And then I thought, okay, it's kind of been a while. Maybe I should walk out and check on the carne asada. I opened the grill and I don't know if it's because I hadn't used the grill in a long time, but all of the steak was on fire. <laughs> like all of it. Oh no. On fire to the point where there was nothing left. Oh. It was <laughs> I picked Horrible up time a... for, to lose steaks. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> man, there are people literally hungry right now. They probably wish they had even gotten the steak because by now the steak was probably gone from the grocery store. And I was one of the lucky ones that got this steak. And look what I've done. I've disintegrated it all into ash. I literally picked up a piece of steak that was on the grill and it crumbled in my hands. Yeah. And you're, you're banned from cooking during this banishment. Yes. So I guess what I'm saying here is you might be cooking some different things. As much as possible, just stick with your comfort zone. That being said... I thought that we could share a couple of very unique recipes when it comes to utilizing unconventional foods to your own, uh, I guess, using unconventional foods to make something new and exciting. You can look to places like the prison system, Mm. you know, because you've got your... uh, uh, the what is that little thing called when you get the at the not the concessions the um, Com- commissary commissary yes when you go to the commissary they have limited ingredients there so people get very creative with how to make gourmet dishes out of those items and a lot of them most of them I think even all of them are non-perishable so I would like to share with you big house tamales this is a recipe okay you ready This one may sound a little gross and complex, but it's actually a jailhouse favorite, according to this website, entrepreneur.com. And uh, it's totally ingenious if you are completely hard up for cash or ingredients. Crush up a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos and Fritos corn chips. Mix them together in a bag. Add hot water until you have created thick mush. Mm. Then you knead the bag, drain any excess water, and roll up the mix into a shape of a tamale. Let sit for about five minutes and add hot sauce and enjoy. Delicious. <laughs> Prison pad thai. Combine cooked ramen with peanut butter, then top with peanuts and hot sauce. But see, I can't find peanut butter in this time. Oh, you couldn't find that? No, and that's what I wanted was peanut butter so bad. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That's last, okay. last but not least, I'll share with you a recipe for Prison Pruno. <laughs> okay. Because bars are closing. I'm not going to say I am going to have this at the Alley Cat Speakeasy, but this is something that you can do if you get if times get hard. Gather and mash your favorite fruits together with plenty of sugar in a bag. Let it sit in a bowl of boiling water. 
then wrap the bag in a towel or a t-shirt and stash it somewhere. (laughs) Somewhere in the house. After a few days, the fruit will ferment, filling the bag with gas as it transforms into totally affordable homemade liquor. (laughs) This is exactly what you should have at Alley Cat's. Yeah. What do you do? Huff, open it, and just huff it? I think you drink it. Fill the bag with gas? Filling the bag with gas. Yeah, and it transforms into a sludge that then you can, I guess... It's like Corona hooch. Yeah, it's Corona hooch. I love it. Yeah. Prison pot stickers sound good. Yeah, there's prison pot stickers, there's locked up lattes, correctional cheesecake, all catchy names, too. So we're going to tweet out this link. These are some recipes that, you know, maybe you don't have to get this drastic, but I think... There, it, it informs what some people might be doing to get creative when yeah, it comes to Yeah, and we're all going to be getting a lot more creative as these days go, go by. Exactly. So let the idea mill go. We are the new we are the Channel Q. Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Okay, Clayton, it's your turn to give me three headlines. Okay. I know it's going to be hard to find ones that are not coronavirus related. If you can, bonus points. And I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I kind of did. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to have a little fun here. You're going to be picking the ones that I'm going to news, right? Yes. Before we read them. Okay, here we go. Ina Gartner. Garten. Do you know Ina Garten? Mm -mm. She's a food. She was on the Food Network. Okay. Is relying on this comfort food during self-isolation. She's someone who I would always turn to. So I was very curious about this story. Okay. I'll news it, especially continuation of the Monday Munch Report. Okay, perfect. There's an influencer that filmed herself licking a plane toilet seat for clout on TikTok as part of this new thing called the Coronavirus Challenge. Wow, that sounds ridiculous. Lose it. <laughs> Lose. It's lost. You know, some other lady was doing that before the coronavirus, too. Uh, apparently, some of these influencers are upset that that coronavirus is getting more attention than they are. Oh, so they're going crazy. So they're doing outrageous things. Uh-huh. Also, I did have this idea that like, if you're an influencer and all you post are just pictures of yourself looking sexy, posing in front of things, it's kind of like bad timing right now for you because none of that stuff's going to like... No, it's true. Well. I've seen friends posting pictures of just like, hey, and I'm like, no. Just feels like a weird time. Like, yes. live your life, but you know. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So, this one is this. I've been obsessed with this story. A psychic's book supposedly predicted the <gasps> coronavirus. Okay. I know this is Sil- uh, S- Sylvia, Sylvia Brown, Brown, and I'm, I'm going to news it because I want to talk about it more. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Great. Two out of three stories ain't bad. We'll get to them next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, we've got two stories to get through. Hit it, Clayton. <laughs> okay, so this first one was just for fun. You know, we've been dealing with a lot of crazy stuff today. Mm-hmm. But Ina Garten, who is also known as the Barefoot Contessa. Oh! Okay, yeah. I never know what that woman's name is. Okay, yeah. So she, and she always just wears like a nice loose blue blouse. Collared blouse. Yes. Yeah. And it and she used to have this show and it was always just her cooking for Jeffrey, her like kind of tubby husband who had yeah. a job on like Wall Street. But she'll also be like, Yeah, my friend Charlotte just had a baby and they probably don't want to do a lot of cooking right now. So I'm gonna bring this by their house and then she brings it over and they're like, Thanks so much. Uh, see, we need 
Ina in a time like this we to do. knock on your door and be like, I feel like you needed this. So the, She's like the Santa Claus of yes, the coronavirus. The comfort food she's relying on is... Mayonnaise. Belgian waffles. Oh, nice. Belgian waffles. She made her... She's hunkering down and made some Belgian waffles for her and Jeffrey for dinner. <laughs> That's her whole story. <laughs> and she says, please take precautions. Stay safe. I made Belgian waffles. <laughs> I'm like, must be nice. Well, you know, she's obviously making them from scratch. And when you're making waffles, there are really not a lot of ingredients. No. So, but if, just, I suggest it's a good time to follow a lot of your, these food people. Your food heroes. And just call it, see what they're making and salivate over their food. But if you don't remember this woman, Sylvia Brown, she used to be on uh, Montel Williams all the time. Yes, my no, my my mother used to work for Sylvia Brown. No way. Yeah, because she she when she was younger, she was really into. Well, she had a bout with Scientology, which didn't end well, and then she started becoming really interested in spiritual stuff. She was very impressionable back impressionable back then. But Sylvia Brown was huge. She was huge. She was really good. She was a psychic, and I used to watch her all the time growing up on Montel Williams, this this talk show host from the nineties. So my mom would tour with her and help her do all her stuff, and yeah. So I wanted to read what she put in one of her books. So she predicted in, in 2008, in around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. <sighs> Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish and quickly as it arrived. Attack again 10 years later and then disappear completely. God, so you, I, Kim I, Kardashian West... Retweeted this a while ago, so this is this is crazy. Yeah, Sylvia Brown knew. So uh, four days ago, Mm -hmm. I opened the show talking about this because my mother had texted me that picture of the back of the Sylvia Brown book. I was like, oh my god, my mom knows. And then I tweeted out Sylvia Brown finally has a one up on the Simpsons because she actually predicted something that really happened. Then I found out that friggin' Kim Kardashian was the one who retweeted it and I got scooped by Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Well, it's been quite a show. We've covered a lot. I'm Allie. I'm here with Clayton Ferris, our bisexual buddy. And you're going to be back on Wednesday. I am. I'm going to be. Back and ready to go. Back and buy as ever. Buy as ever, bringing all the news. Hopefully there'll be other news besides Corona news. <laughs> but I just think there might be more. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's what it's looking like. Right. When you go to CNN live updates and there's like seven breaking head, like there are just red everywhere saying breaking, 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 breaking. It's not a good indicator that things are going to slow down. I think this is also the worst day for the stock market ever. In history. In history. So that's fun. But you know what's nice is that there's a couple of good things. Number one, Dr. Chris on radio on uh, on Channel Q is doing a really cool special on Radio.com starting today, and I just wanted to share with all of you. Um, it's called I'm Listening, Feeling Connected When You Are Alone, and it's being hosted by Dr. Chris, and it launches today at 5 p.m., I believe, Pacific on Radio.com. It's a daily live thir- th- 15 to 30-minute video show that focuses on anxiety and depression and any fear that you might have during this unprecedented time in history. <clears throat> I know we talked earlier with uh, Dr. Um, about some of these feelings about the, uh, I think he called it social contagion. 
And uh, so there's a lot to that. And it's important that you all stay healthy mentally and emotionally during this. So uh, definitely check out Dr. Chris's program that starts later today. And then the other great thing is that we have our happy endings. Bye, guy. He's hooking up with ah. gals and dudes. He don't want to make decisions. Here we he go. Bye, guy. He'll hit the ass. He'll hit the muff. He's on Tinder. He's on Grindr. He can't get enough. Ooh, definitely add this to your coronavirus playlist. <laughs> it's this is short. The first one. Yeah. Crazy, but it ain't no lie. He's a bye-bye guy. Bye guy. Ah, oh, lovely. That is perfect. A perfect segue into my happy ending. My happy ending is as follows. Yes, St. Patrick's Day may kind of be canceled. Tomorrow, people are going to have the desire to drink. They're going to have green shirts on and nowhere to go and nothing to do. And it's going to be tough. But I know that we will get through it, especially people like Clayton, because he has the luck of the Byrish. <laughs> yeah, that was just really an opportunity to make a pun. It, it's a great pun. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, I'm kind of not necessarily single right now, but also, like, even if I wasn't, it's not the time for hookups. Like, what? that's the most, that's the saddest, I know there's supposed to be happy endings, <laughs> But mine's a sad ending. Because like, there are no happy like, endings happening. The amount of hookups that should be happening in a situation like this where we're all on lockdown should be through the roof. <laughs> it should be all... I would be literally sleeping with everyone I've ever had the <laughs> desire to. Consensually, of course. But you can't do that at this time. You have to social distance. Yeah. So you have to have virtual sex. So, and that's what's, the, you know, porn is going to go way so up. So the happy ending is this. Maybe you can use this time to have like tantric, like Ooh. sex from afar. Okay. <laughs> like ma- uh-huh. like master, m- masturbate. <laughs> Just porn is masturbate. <laughs> and because I, I've been reading a lot of articles, the masturbation uh, ups your Im- immune system. So Really? That's great. You found a lot of articles saying that? I found one, and that was enough for me to follow the rule. <laughs> All right. I think I could definitely take that and you know put it in my back pocket. What about you, Jesse? Do you have one? You yeah. have a happy ending? Yeah. So puppies may have been, get, may have been stolen, uh-huh. but at least now I know how to make prison pizza. <laughs> we didn't do prison pizza. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, with the puppies? What are you saying, Jesse? (laughs) What are you saying? Jesse! Close out! Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.